A table of fables. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Table of Fables podcast. I am James Funnyhat, your fabulist. My hat is a very nice hat today. It is a papaya hat. I'm not sure if it's funny or not. I don't think it sounds funny anyways. It looks like a papaya, which is a tropical fruit. So today we have a email, and it is from Kaya, who is in Hamilton, Ontario. And it says this, Hello, James Funny Hat. I am Kaya. I live in Hamilton. I like your stories, but some of them have animals that talk. But animals actually don't talk. Did you know that? From Kaya. Well, thank you very much, Kaya, for your question. Now, let me think about that. Have I seen an animal talk? Well, I do have a dog. My dog's name is Coco. And Coco likes to say, and sometimes like, like that. Is that talking? Or is that barking? Are those words? Or is it a sound? These are good questions, Kaya. Well, I do happen to know that in the story today, the animals will probably be talking. And I think the most important thing is that when they're talking, are they telling the truth or not? Because one thing I notice about my dog, Coco, is that even though the sounds she makes maybe aren't words, or maybe they are words, but whatever sound she makes, she really means them, and she always tells the truth. When she goes, that means she wants to be let in or out. When she goes, that means there is something unknown that is at the house. She only tells the truth. It almost seems like the more words we have, the more ideas we have, 
And if we have too many ideas, we might get mixed up about what actually happened. Coco never gets mixed up about what's actually happening. And she especially never gets mixed up on purpose. But on the other hand, I'm glad I have lots of words and not only two or three words or sounds like Coco the dog. Well, let's see what happens in the story. In a moment, you're going to hear a bell. It's going to go ding. When you hear that bell, put your hands up in the air. When you can't hear it anymore, put your hands down, and then the story will begin. So if you hear the bell, hands up. If you don't hear it, hands down. Let's take a deep breath to get relaxed for the story. Breathe in. And breathe out. And breathe in. And breathe out. Here comes the bell. This is the story of how rabbits got long tails. It's a tale about tails. If you've ever seen a rabbit, you will know that they are curious little creatures because they have very long ears but very tiny little tails. But they didn't always have such short tiny, small tails. They used to have long, wavy tails. Tails that were even longer than wolves' tails or foxes' tails. How did their tails get short? Well, here was how it happened. It was all about prevarication, vanity, and seasonal transformation. In other words, it was about winter, thinking too much of yourself, and tricky tricks. In other words, it was about Brer Rabbit. Let me tell you about Brer. 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 Let me tell you about Rabbit. Got the longest tail. That rabbit named Brer. He got the longest tail. Of all the rabbits, the one that had the longest tail was Brer Rabbit. His tail was so long, it went from his little rabbit bum right over his hips, up his back, over his shoulders, over his head, and over his ears. It was really long and really soft. Oh, his tail was so, so long. It was the longest and most beautiful tail in the forest. The problem was that Br'er Rabbit knew it was the longest and most beautiful tail in the forest. And that's probably where the trouble began. But how could he not know? Br'er Rabbit would walk through the forest waving his tail behind him and all the animals would notice. Tails are very important to animals. Chipmunk would see him coming and say, Look, it's Br'er Rabbit. He's got the longest and most beautiful tail in the forest. But Br'er Rabbit's ears were long and they could hear from a far distance away. He would hear the chipmunks and think, Yep, I got the longest, most beautiful tail in the forest. He would walk by the river. Beaver was there and Beaver would say, Whoa, look at that. It's Br'er Rabbit. He's got the longest and most beautiful tail in the forest. 
All I've got is this flat thing. Br'er Rabbit would hear Beaver and think, yep, I've got the longest and most beautiful tail in all the forest. He would go by Bear, and Bear would say, Well, look, it's Br'er Rabbit. He's got the longest and most beautiful tail in the forest. All I've got is this little thing. Yep, I've got the longest, most beautiful tail in all the forest. Br'er Rabbit loved his tail so much that he would rub it up against his cheek and curl up to it and have a nap. He would wave it and stare at his reflection in the water and think to himself, Yep, long's most beautiful tail in the forest. You could say that Br'er Rabbit loved his tail too much. Well, there's someone else in this story who also had a long tail. Not as long as Br'er Rabbit's, but a pretty long tail. And that was Tricky Tricky Br'er Fox. One day, Br'er Fox was down by the river catching fish. And it's not easy for animals to catch fish. They don't have rods, they don't have nets. They have to catch them with their paws. So there was Br'er Fox, waiting quietly by the river, watching, waiting. But if he saw a fish, he would jump into the water. He would try to catch that fish with his paws and then splash. Usually he'd miss and he'd have to start again, waiting and watching, and waiting and watching. There's a fish, I'm gonna jump into the water and splash. Missed. And he would wait and watch, and wait and watch. There's a fish, I'm gonna jump into the water and then splash. It took a long time. And that day, Br'er Fox was there all day trying to catch fish. And by the end, he had a very good day. He caught three fish. Later that day, Br'er Fox was carrying his three fish down a path in the forest. A long way off, he saw Br'er Rabbit coming the other way right towards him. When Br'er Fox saw Br'er Rabbit walking down the path, waving his long, beautiful tail, a tricky idea came into his head. Because that's the kind of ideas you get when you're tricky. If you're worried, you'll get worried ideas. If you're kind, you'll get ideas of how to help people. But Br'er Fox was tricky, and he had a tricky idea, and the tricky idea was so tricky it made him laugh. Here's what happened. Br'er Rabbit came closer, and Br'er Fox started his plan. How are you, Br'er Rabbit? I'm good. I'm always good. I've got the longest, most beautiful tail in the whole forest. How do you like my fish? <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good, Br'er Fox. Aren't you going to ask me how I caught them? <laughs> sure, Br'er Fox. How'd you catch those fish? <laughs> I walked down to the river. I put my long and beautiful tail into the water. And those fish thought it was the longest and most beautiful thing they'd ever seen. So they grabbed on with their mouths and didn't want to let go. I stood up and pulled them off my tail, and here they are. It only took two minutes. 
I guess I must have the most beautiful tail in the world if those fish wanted to latch onto it like that. And that's really what happened. And I'm not trying to trick you at all or anything like that. Now, wait a minute. Is that really how Br'er Fox caught the fish? No! Is this fox trying to trick this rabbit? Yes! Do you think it's going to work? Let's find out. You caught fish like that? If you caught three fish like that, Br'er Fox, I'm going to catch a hundred fish because I've got the really longest, most beautiful tail in the whole forest. So long, Br'er Fox. I'm going down to the river right now. <laughs> Br'er Fox followed Br'er Rabbit down to the river and watched to see what would happen. When Br'er Rabbit got to the river, he put his tail in the water. He swished it around and then stood up to pull the fish off. But when he looked, there were no fish. He thought he must have the wrong spot, so he moved further on down the river bank and swished his tail around. He stood up, but there were no fish on his tail again. He thought maybe the fish were out deeper, so he put his tail in and swished it around in the water and said, Here, fishy, fishy, here, fishy, 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 here, fishy, fishy, and stood up. But there were no fish. Br'er Fox, in his hiding place, was laughing. <laughs> Br'er Rabbit tried again. Here, fishy, fishy, fishy. Here, fishy, fishy, fishy. After five tries, there were no fish. Then Br'er Rabbit thought to himself, Oh no, what if the fish think Br'er Fox's tail is more beautiful than mine? What if I don't have the most beautiful tail in all the forest anymore? I'm going to catch more fish than that fox if I have to be here all day. Br'er Fox sat in his hiding place and laughed his tricky laugh. <laughs> Br'er Rabbit went all along the riverbank. At every spot, stopping, swishing his long tail in the water, and shaking his little rabbit bum and saying, Here, fishy, fishy. He kept going for a whole hour, all along the riverbank, swishing his tail. He went up and down the riverbank all morning, swishing his tail in the water. He kept at it, right through the afternoon and into the evening, swishing his tail into the water, trying to catch a fish. Eventually, he was so tired from trying to catch the fish all day that he fell asleep by the river, his head curled up in his knees and his tail draped in the water. It was late autumn and almost winter when this happened. And you probably know what happens to rivers in the winter. They freeze. That night it got cold, so cold that the river froze solid as he was sleeping. Br'er Rabbit was so exhausted he didn't notice the snow falling or his tail freezing. He woke up in the morning 
yawned, stretched, and said, What was I doing? Fish. I have to catch the fish. He tried to stand up and... His tail was stuck in the ice. He tried again. He went whack. And again. Whack. He couldn't stand up. His tail was stuck. He tried again and pulled harder. Whack. And then he pulled really hard. Whack. Now he was worried. He didn't want to be there all winter. He wanted to wave his tail around in front of the animals. So he grabbed onto a nearby tree and pulled with all his might. He stood up. But that sound was his tail. And all that was left on his little rabbit bum was a tiny little furry tail, just like rabbits have today. Let me tell you about You've made it to the end of the story, and you've made it to the end of this episode of A Table of Fables. So thank you very much for tuning in. My name is James Funnyhat. If you would like to support the show, I would love it if you would like to support the show. One way you can do it is to subscribe. Another great way is to tell your friends and your family about the show and how much you love it. You can send them links. You can tell them in person. You can write reviews on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. So thank you very much. And we'll see you next time on A Table of Fables.